On today's first round KO, I give my predictions for week two in the NFL. Let's get it. One day to call my mama to remind her we ain't broke. I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. It's a night I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. Look at him go, look at him go. Welcome to the most must-hear sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers. And today we're talking NFL Week 2 predictions, I guess, or a preview into the weekend. Um, First, I want to talk about Thursday Night Football. I did my prediction for that on the Monday podcast. That's how it's going to be. It's going to be reactions slash prediction for Thursday on Sunday night or Monday. And then it's going to be reaction to Thursday night and predictions for Sunday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, somewhere late in the week. That's how first round KO is going to work uh, for football season. And if there's anything else, I will add it to the end of or the beginning of I'll I'll add it to the podcast itself, which kind of reminds me. I want to talk about Christian Yelich real quick. That sucks. That sucks big time. Um Christian Yelich is out for six weeks with a bust with a fractured kneecap, no surgery needed, which is good news. But uh, the Brewers are in a wild card race right now. They're still potentially, um, you know, barring this series with the Cardinals, they're still potentially um, in the running for the the division, I guess. But after last night's game, I'm not sure. But um, yeah. Anyway, the, the you know it it just stinks. It's a very un untimely injury for Christian Yelich um and yeah just it's very unfortunate uh before we get into football just wanted to make sure you guys know check out all the Twitters down below we have a bunch of new podcasts on the first round KO family we have another sports podcast with you'll still get your fill of sports even though I'm doing less episodes and probably shorter episodes um sports and more with my former host Connor Moore he's doing his own show now so that's super exciting so go subscribe to that link in the description below for the Twitter page, at least um, discuss it first with Tom. He's been on the show a lot and he has his new podcast now. And I believe I'm on all the episodes. Um, they're very fun. We talk about movies, TV and uh, video games. And it's it's very fun to talk about. I love I love that kind of stuff. So it's fun to talk about that. And we have an upcoming music review show called Spin um, eventually here soon. So I'll announce that when it finally gets started. Um, yeah, and actually my buddy Cal, I don't think it's in the FRKO family, but my buddy Cal, who's been on the show a few times too, is starting his own podcast. It's going to be very good. I'm very excited for that. So uh, check him out too. I'll support him. Anyway, let's talk about this Bucks panthers game. I didn't get to watch much of it. I know the beginning of it, about with like eight minutes ago in the first quarter, got delayed because of the rain. There was, thun- there was thunder and lightning. The Panthers' offense just did not look good. And, man, there's something wrong with Cam Newton. I tried to say something in the last podcast. I tried to tell everyone that this, this, the Panthers, if if this continues throughout the season, Cam Newton isn't what he used to be if he's going to play like he did on Thursday. The Panthers need to start looking at other options. It's plain and simple. The Panthers are 
that I think they need to start looking towards the future of that quarterback position, and I don't think Cam Newton is the future. Um, and they couldn't even get Christian McCaffrey going. I don't know. I don't know if it was the Bucks defense or if the pan. I'm I'm not sure. Like I said, I I wasn't able to watch this full game, but I I mean the Buccaneers they they stepped up. The defense stepped up. I don't know why the Panthers on fourth and one with the game on the line. Like I get giving it to McCaffrey, but McCaffrey hasn't been going all game. So why not give it to Cam Newton, who's a big guy who can jump over that line just to get that first down? There was first first and or God, sorry, it was fourth and inches it wasn't a yard and it was inside like the three or the two yard line so you were still able to get a first down which would have gave you first and goal and then you have a multiple opportunities to give it to McCaffrey try to get it in the end zone but instead of giving it to Cam Newton the big quarterback who can jump over the line get that first just reach the ball over get the first down they tried to be too fancy they gave it to Christian McCaffrey out wide and McCaffrey couldn't get it that doesn't make any sense to me Give it to your big guy. Like, give it to Cam. As, as, as good as McCaffrey was, he wasn't going that game. He was not able to get going at all in that game. Like, Peyton Barber <laughs> outran him that game. And, yeah, it, for, the Panthers have a lot to figure out. Like I said, I actually did say that the Panthers were the second-best team in this division. I don't think so anymore. As much as I don't like the Falcons, I think the Falcons have – I don't know. I, th- I think it's the Saints and then everyone else, honestly, in the, at this point. Um, but, yeah, they need to figure something out. The Buccaneers looked better. They still don't impress me that much because the Panthers look that bad. I don't know. This was not – this this does not bode well for the future of the Carolina Panthers as far as Cam Newton is concerned. 25 of 51. Got to score more than 14 points. You got to be smart with that play calling. Got to get Christian McCaffrey going. Any way possible, you got to get him going. And, yeah, I mean, impressive effort by the Buccaneers defense. Yeah. Buccaneers win 20-14. to So let's talk about the games coming up this weekend. Let's talk about about week two. I'm very excited. I want to start, obviously, with the Packers-Vikings. This is a big game early in the season because the Vikings had a pretty dominant win over – the Falcons last week they looked really good and then the Packers had a very dominant defensive win over the Bears 10 to 7 sorry 10 to 3 um in Chicago so this is in Lambeau home opener for Green Bay I believe we're 6 and 0 in our last six home openers and I'm just I don't know so this is big because when you actually look at the stats for the Vikings game against the Falcons, Kirk Cousins only threw 10 passes. I believe he was 8 for 10. So here's the thing. I think the defense almost goes into the same mindset as they did with the Bears. Stop the run game and make Kirk Cousins, instead of Trubisky, make Kirk Cousins play quarterback. And we should be able to win. Like, it's that simple. I don't think Kirk Cousins is the guy who's going to go out and beat Aaron Rodgers. Um, We'll see if that's the other question about this. Can this Packers offense get going? This Packers offense looked very stale and very stagnant at times. Very predictable against the Bears. Again, it's that Bears defense. But I still have some worries about this Packers offense. I I think it'll be better this week at home. 
Aaron has now touched the field. I think there's going to be a little more there. I think we're going to score more than 10 this time. Packers aren't going to win every game with 10 points. So they're going to have to score 10. Or they're going to have to score more than 10. I think get over 20 points, the Packers will be fine. I think that defense, if they shut down, not not even necessarily shut down, but just slow down Delvin Cook so that and get ahead in the game early and make Kirk Cousins throw the ball more, I think this defense is going to be able to stop Kirk Cousins. I think this defense will be able to slow down the Vikings. I got the Packers. Um, let's say I'm going to go 24 to 17 Packers. Jaguars, Texans. Um, <laughs> the Jaguars are without Unique Ngagwe and AJ Bouye this weekend. The Texans looked like the better team against the Saints on Monday night last week. The Jaguars lost Nick Foles, and they are now in the hands of Gardner Minshew II, who is a phenomenal, it's a great story. Go look at his story. The dude's, his, his name is Gardner Minshew II. His, neither his dad nor his father is named Gar, Gar, Gardner Minshew. <laughs> I love this dude. He, there's some great stories about this guy. He's honestly becoming one of my favorites. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if he plays. I don't think he plays as well as he did last week, 22-25 passing to 275 yards. I don't think he's going to do that again. But he still could be very consistent for them and be very productive. I'm interested to see what happens there. It, it should be very good. But the Texans, I think, they were the better team on Monday night. Drew Brees just came up big and clutch with that field goal. Um, so I definitely think the Texans are going to take this one. I think the Texans are the team to beat in this division. And I hope Jacksonville stays uh, competitive in this game, May, at least makes it a close game. I hope it's, it's within a score or two, like 10 points. Um, but I could see the Texans running away with this one. I'll say <laughs> I'll say 28 to 17. I know that's outside of my 10, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think the Texans will probably dominate that one. Unfortunately, of course. Um do, 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 do. Seahawks at Steelers. Seahawks are winning. The Steelers looked bad last week. Their offense could not get going. I do not think Juju Smith Schuster is the number one guy. I don't think he I don't think he can be a number one receiver. He got all his yards last week last year because of Antonio Brown. And he still got decent yards last week. He was still able to get his catches, but Big Ben did not look good. They could not get their running game going. And this Seattle defense is no joke. I know. I know Andy Dalton threw a lot of yards last week. I know he threw what it was like 418 yards against Seattle last week. That secondary is a little bit of a problem. So this passing game will probably get going. But if the Steelers can't get that run defense or that running game going with James Conner, it's it's going to put a lot more pressure on Ben, and maybe he won't be able to throw as much. I don't think I with that with that front seven of Seattle, I don't think they're going to get their run game going. That's just my opinion, but. Yeah, I'm definitely taking the Seahawks in that game. 49ers at Bengals. Two teams that are still kind of big question marks. I think the Bengals are still a little... They were definitely a surprise team last week. Even though they lost, they they put up a really good fight against Seattle. And like I said, Andy Dalton throwing 418 pass, er, yards and two touchdowns. And then the Niners' defense really was like the big surprise last week. Two, three interceptions. One of them for a pick six, I believe. Maybe two of them. I can't remember. Um, so it'll be interesting this week to see that 
that surprisingly good defense against that surprisingly good offense battling this out. If I had to pick, ooh. I'm going to take the Niners at this one. I think that Bengals game last week was a fluke. I think Dalton just had a really good game. I don't think that's going to happen again. I think Garoppolo finally settles in. I think that defense continues to play well because I really like what they did, the addition of their defense in San Francisco last year in the offseason. I think that Niners defense steps up, slows down Dalton and Garoppolo, and that offense gets going with Kittle. I'm going to go with the 49ers on the road. Chargers at Lions. <laughs> Lions. The Lions let a rookie quarterback who looked like he chose the wrong sport come back and tie and, well, come back and force overtime and then tie with them um, basically in the fourth quarter. The Lions, I've said it for the past couple of weeks now, the Lions need to figure something out here. Something's not working. Stafford's playing his ass off and he's doing really good. But this team still can't get going. And I don't know. I I still cannot figure it out. Dalton plays well. They have a good receiving core. They have solid defense. But apparently that defense just isn't working. And that's very telling for Matt Patricia, a guy who came from the Patriots and was their defensive coordinator. And he was, like, praised for his defensive calling and his defensive play style. And now it's the offense who's still struggling, but they're the highlight of this team. It's very it's very concerning for Detroit fans. On the other hand, the Chargers looked really good without Melvin Gordon last week. Austin Eckler looked like he can step up and be that guy. He didn't rush for that much, but he caught to make it up. He caught a lot of yards to make it up. And, I yeah, I think with um, Eckler and Jackson, that running back tandem, I think they can make up for Gordon. I think they'll be fine without Melvin Gordon. That defense looked good. Bosa still looks good. And, uh, yeah, I got to take the Chargers on the road on this one for sure. Colts at Titans. Now, this one should be a good game. I don't think the Titans are going to do what they did last week, win by 30. But at home against this Colts team, I think they – if they – okay, if the Titans can get that run game going again with Derrick Henry, I think the Colt or I think they have a strong chance of winning again. Because you get that run game going, then you can run some um, – Option style plays with Mariota and Henry. You get Mariota passing again, which he looked decent last week against the Browns. I think that offense could get going, especially at home. The Colts just need to, Brissett just needs to be composed. He needs to not cost them the game. No interceptions. And Marlon Mack needs to do what he did again, 174 yards on the ground. If he can do that again, this will be a really good game. So I'm excited to see this. I think this will actually be a really good matchup between the two teams. If I had to pick, I'm going to take the Titans at home based on their performance last week. Like I said, I don't think they're going to win by 30 again, but I definitely think that they can take care of the Colts, who are still kind of trying to figure out what they are now without Andrew Luck. Like I, I think they'll be fine with Brissett eventually, but this came so late in the day, this the, the, the retirement and putting Jacoby as the number one guy. I think it's going to take a little bit of time to adjust. So I think the Titans at home are going to take care of that. And the Titans, I think, are le legit – now threat to the to the Titans, jeez, to the Texans in that division. If the Texans slip up even the slightest, I think the Titans could be right there to kind of seize that opportunity. That'll be very interesting to watch as the season goes on. Patriots at Dolphins. Not going to go into this one. I'm <laughs> the Patriots dominated the Steelers on Sunday Night Football. 
Miami got dominated by Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. And if Antonio Brown plays in this game, it's over. I know he's making the trip. I don't know if he's going to play. But if if he plays, you can I can almost guarantee there's going to be another 50-burger up on Miami. But I think Patriots are winning nonetheless, whether it's by three, whether it's by 40. Patriots are winning. Not going to go to not going to go that much into it. Their defense looks amazing. Bills at Giants. Bills are winning this. Uh, the, the, the Giants did not look good last week. I still think they should put Daniel Jones in. Maybe trade Eli, or just Eli should just retire. <laughs> Honestly, um, they did not look good. Saquon, of course, looked good, but that passing game couldn't get going. And the Bills, the Bills looked good. The Bills came back and beat the Jets after being down like 16-0. They scored 17 unanswered, I think. They scored unanswered, I know that. And they won the game with a big defensive stop at the end. And I I like the Bills. I like the Bills in this one. Really do. Uh, uh, the running game of Josh Allen and just the way Josh Allen has been playing and then that defense of Buffalo. Yeah, I'm definitely going with Buffalo on that one. That should be, uh, again, uh, I shouldn't say that. This won't be that fun of a game. Both these teams are not quite there yet. I just think Buffalo's a little closer to being there. <laughs> Um, Cowboys at Redskins. Redskins put up a really good fight against the Eagles last week. So this, I'm interested to see if they do the same, especially since they're at home this week against the Cowboys. Um, and the Cowboys seem to not play as well away from Jerry land. So this one could, I, there is potential for an upset here. I really think that the way that Keith Keenum has been playing, I know Darius Geis is now on the injured reserve again, which sucks. It, it sucks for him uh, big time. But I think, the defense of Washington is still very good. And the offense seems to work. They seem to figure stuff out. You know, Reed and Vernon Davis, very good tight ends. So, and if Case Keenum can continue to be that that uh, game manager that he always has been, this could be a very interesting game. If they can slow down Zeke and make Dak throw a little more, I and I, and I know Dak played very well last week, but I'm just, I think on a consistent basis, teams make him throw more than, he is comfortable. He's going to start making some mistakes. He's not going to look as great. I think the Cowboys are going to win this. They'll they'll pull it out. They've been good. They were hot. They're coming off of last week. But I would not be surprised. And if you're if you're a betting man, I I I wouldn't I wouldn't tell you not to bet on the Redskins. I think I think Washington has a very strong potential to upset this week. So, yeah. There you go. Betting tip of the week, I guess. <laughs> Washington could be a good one. Cardinals at Ravens. This one's interesting. Um, I think Baltimore is going to win. I don't think there's question there. But it's going to be interesting to see which Kyler Murray we get. Are we going to get first half Kyler Murray, which looks like he should have played baseball? Or are we going to get second half, fourth quarter Kyler Murray, where he forces overtime and he looks really good, running out of the pocket, dropping dimes to Larry Fitzgerald deep down the field. I don't know. I I I would say second half if we're going to see either one of them, but I think it's going to be a middle ground. I think he's going to look like a rookie quarterback. He's going to be out there making a few mistakes like that interception he threw against Detroit. It was a rookie mistake. Uh, any other quarterback throws that away and he'll learn that over time. Like it's hard to kind of blame that guy for him or for that mistake because in college he might have got away with that. He might have been able to get that over the defender. You know that that kind of stuff just happens. So He's going to make those rookie mistakes. I think he'll be fine coming up, after, but I think 
this Baltimore offense looked really good last week. And if they play anywhere near what they played last week, Baltimore is going to run away with this, winning by two scores at least. So I'm going to go with Baltimore. Hmm. Chiefs at Raiders. Raiders were a surprise team last week, being Denver Monday Night Football. And I, I mean, I don't think the Raiders have enough to beat the Chiefs. <laughs> But without Tyreek Hill, they have a little bit of a chance. It's not going to be as big of a blowout as I think people might think. Um, but I think Patrick Mahomes will still be fine. He's still got Kelsey. He's still got Watkins. He's still got all those, all three running backs that are weapons out of the backfield. Um, and he's got a couple. Chris Connolly, I believe, is the receiver's name that I'm thinking of. He still has weapons. It's not like Tyreek was his only weapon. He does lose a little bit of that explosive playability, but I think they'll still be fine. I think the Chiefs still win this, but I think Josh Jacobs still has a good game this week because and Derek Carr. I think that Raiders offense still puts up a lot of points and makes this interesting because that Chiefs defense is not very good. So expect it to be a close-ish game, but I still take the Chiefs in this one. Excuse me, sorry. Bears at Broncos. This one could be very... So this is Vic Vangio basically... It, this is against his old team. Vic Fangio was the defensive coordinator for Chicago, and now he's the head coach for Denver. It'll be interesting to see. And Bears are coming to Denver, high altitude. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm gonna pick the Bears in this one. I think they'll bounce back after last week. That, that I don't know. I I, don't, I I didn't. Flacco didn't look impressive to me, and that offense that offense never got going. And if they're not gonna get going against. Uh, the Raiders, they're not going to get going against the Bears. The defense, though, could slow down Chicago still. I think Chicago still scores low points. I think 10-13 here. And I don't think it'll be held to three again, but I think this will be a low-scoring game. I'm thinking somewhere around 13-3. to Bears win. Saints at Rams. Holy crap, we get this in week two. Ooh. I'm going to take the Rams at home here. Yeah, because even uh, Gurley still looks good, even though there's like these questions about injury and stuff. I think he's fine. I think they're just playing games at this point. Drew Brees didn't look like the Drew Brees of old. His arm strength looks like he's going. It's going a little bit. His accuracy didn't look like what it was. I think there could be a little bit of decline, and who knows? I'm probably wrong. I've been wrong about Brady for the past four years, so I'm probably wrong about this too. But there, you know, there's a little bit of slippage here. Um, but that Rams defense had trouble slowing down Carolina, although that was a run game, but it was Camara. Oh, this is going to be a really good game again, just like it was last year. But I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to take the Rams at home. I think the Rams have some improvements to work on from last week, but I think they make those improvements because of that coaching staff. And I think those Rams at home, I think they take it against New Orleans. And then we move to the Sunday night game. We got Eagles-Falcons. Let's see. Eagles looked really good. Falcons didn't. It's pretty. It's kind of that simple. Um, Carson Wentz didn't get going until that that, that I bet, uh, the second quarter, I think. But it was late in the game when he started to actually get going. They fell in a hole, actually, the, the Eagles did. But then they eventually, you know, Deshaun Jackson, and then they won. <laughs> but... I've, I've talked about Carson Wentz needing to play a full game, and I think this would be a really good game for him to really tap into that. Come out hot, put up a couple touchdowns in the first quarter, play consistent throughout the game, and just play just play a full 
game. Don't come out slow and then get hot, or don't come out hot and get slow late in the game. That's the worst. Come out and just be Carson Wentz throughout the whole game. And I think that's really big for him this season. He needs to start doing that, and I would really like to see it. I think the Falcons would be a good team to do it against. They let Kirk Cousins complete 8 of 10, and they let you know, and they let uh, Dalvin Cook run all over them. So I think this Eagles offense is going to put up a lot of points this week. I would love to see it. Falcons have to figure something out. Matt Ryan has not looked good since that Super Bowl. So I think definitely Eagles take this by a wide margin. And then we got Browns Jets. <laughs> both 0-1, both with a little bit of hype going into the season. One more than the other, of course. Um, this was Baker Mayfield's NFL debut last week, last year on Thursday Night Football. I remember it very clearly. It was the first Browns win in a very long time. There was so much hype behind Baker Mayfield after that. He looked really good. It was super fun to watch. So it'll be interesting. You know, Baker's 1-0. He's undefeated against the Jets. Oh, man. I, I want to say Cleveland takes this. I want to say that they clean up what happens last, what happened after last week. Um, it'll be, I, I want to know what's happening with CJ Mosley and the jets, because if he's on that defense, he, like he is a complete, that defense is a completely different team when CJ Mosley's on the t- on the field compared to when he's off the field. Like it looked completely different. And if he's on the field, this defense will be good and they'll slow him down. Can this offense get going? Can, um, Adam Gase get this offense going? They should be able to with Le'Veon and all the weapons on the offense, they lost Quincy Enwa, but I, with Crowder and Robbie Anderson, they should be okay. And to get this offense going would be big. I wouldn't be surprised if Jets win at home. Could be another upset if you're a betting man. I think that's a good bet to take, especially Cleveland's minus six and a half. I would t- I'm I'm going to take Cleveland in this game. I think this is a b- bounce back game for Cleveland. I think the Jets have some struggles. I think there are some co- I think I really think that there's already some trouble brewing in that coaching staff of the Jets. So, I'm going to say that that continues this week and I think Cleveland wins that game. So, yeah. NFL week 2. Let me know what you think of week 2 down in the comments or not. On Twitter, tweet me at FRKO podcast. All the links to all of our other podcasts are in the bio and in the description of the podcast here. Merch on Redbubble, First Round KO, and Three Count three count merch now, too. Woohoo! I have a sticker on the way already. Yeah, link in the description for merch. Like I said before, check out all of our podcasts. Very fun podcast. Very good people. Very dedicated to this stuff, and I, I love what we're doing here. Um, me and Tom are going to be doing live streams very soon. Um, probably playing video games, a lot of Let's Plays and that kind of stuff. So that's going to be very fun. Watch out for that on the Discuss It First Twitter, at Discuss It First, F-U-E-R-S-T. And, yeah, I think that's it. Sunday night slash Monday, it'll be Monday. Oh, boy, Monday's going to be a busy day. Oh, boy. Okay, Monday slash Sunday night, I'm going to come back and I'm going to do my three-count clash of champions review and then that leaves monday for me to do the sports podcast like the you know the week two reactions for three count yeah that's what we're gonna do so sunday is three count monday is first round (sighs) i'm a busy man i'm a busy man clash of champions is gonna be good though i'm excited for that so yeah 
that's all I got time for. Thank you all for listening. And I will see you next time on First Round KO. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Got me drowning in indecisions. Genie, I'm full of wishes. Still can't help with the disposition. I'm just a young college kid with all the privilege. Trust me on beliefs. So can't trust going through the villages. Keep an image of Priscilla with the J. Dilla Dilla. Need another dollar, dollar in Manila. So vanilla with a swirl. Let the blade run. Tongue drip sliced down the middle of our nation. Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation. Kept me busy since day one. Accusations. Pockets gained a little weight like my ex-bitch. Still the only bricks that I've been stacking been in Tetris. Never measured up because we've been on a different metric. And I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with Palace and Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top and fly solo. Fill the hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top and fly solo.